Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Hey, I know. It is a dimly lit room on this Monday morning. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Boeing Corporation. Great American company. Component of the Dow Industrial Average. The world's number one aircraft manufacturer. Struggling to make non-crashy planes. Ah, well, what are you going to do? 
What, you're going to make non-crashy planes, please. I've never... Ones that stay in the air. I still don't understand why plane crashes get so much attention. Lots uh, of people die at once. A hundred people will die today on just our nation's highways. This is a plane crash on the other side of the world. I don't know how many people are going to die in car crashes in the whole world. Thousands and thousands and thousands. Every single day. Or the scooter crashes. You got those Asian cities where you got like five million people zooming around on scooters, no helmets. It's, it's, it's wild. Wild. And awesome. Wild and awesome. Yeah. If you like awesome. Yeah. And I do. I like awesome. Awesome's awesome. So start of another week. So uh, this is the week you get your promotion, or this is the week they march you to your car with a cardboard box. You don't know. Some days you don't know which one to work to wish for. You know what I mean? Excellent point. Or it could be status quo. Could Sometimes be. that that ending is a beginning, Jack. Right? Oh yeah, I've heard many people say that. It's the best day of my life. In retrospect, they say. Yeah. In retrospect, others say that's why I'm living under this bridge. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. So anyway, it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's kick off the show by introducing everybody on the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. I heard at the top of the hour news on the station that I was listening to that uh, Payless Shoes Source, yeah, Payless Shoes, it's the last day to get gift cards, uh, to use your gift cards before they close down. But oh, I, if you gave someone a Payless well, that's, that's Shoes that's just it. The, the real story there was that there was actually wedding Payless. Wedding anniversary. It's a kind and thoughtful <laughs> gift, in my opinion. Here's a, here's a chance to get some shoes, and you'll pay less for them. The fact that we're joking about it is why they're going out of business, I suppose. Oh, boy. It's right. exactly seen as, yeah. I don't know anybody whose eyes would really light up if they opened up a Payless <laughs> well, that's what I was shoes thinking. gift card. <laughs> we just had a baby, and now we can go buy some off-brand shoes. Fantastic. Oh, I know what I want to mention. College girl. A college girl, Delaney would like that. Really? If if the store still existed, she would. Sure, yeah, you give a young woman some shoe money, that's a nice gift. Pay less shoes, though. Uh, yeah, see, that's a different thing. <laughs> shoe money's one thing. Pay less shoes. A some. good practical outlet for, for footwear. We have, I knew there was something I wanted to mention before we introduce everybody, we have maybe some of the biggest healthcare news in generations. Perhaps. Perhaps. Something really, really big, according to Craig, the healthcare expert, depending on how it goes. So stay tuned for that coming up later in the program. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. Me, like a, a bunch of other people on this planet, went to go see the brand new Captain Marvel movie from this weekend. Is that one uh, of them superhero movies? Yeah, yeah. So it opens up. It's got some pretty good punching in the beginning. It pivots to some space shooting there, like around the middle. And then at the end, they get into some really good space punching at the end. And I, wow, space yeah. punching. Yeah. Wow, some, wait a minute. Some really good stuff at the end there. Wait uh, a minute. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it, it's very clearly trying to set up the next generation of Marvel movies once the current crop of actors' contracts run out. Your Captain Americas and, and right. your Iron Mans. Right. Yeah, that's, um, that's good. Captain Marvel. I, I'm a little vague. Is he the big green guy who gets angry? No, that's, that's the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Is he with the uh, the shield with the star of the USA? No, that's the They're Captain fighting. America. They're both, they both They're have both ranks. Same rank. Yeah, yeah. Captain. Captain, Captain Marvel. Captain. Uh, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> So what's Captain Marvel do? Uh, she's she's uh, she, she. Wait a yes. minute. Yes. She. That's not this right. Is affirmative. <laughs> she. I got an emergency here. You sent me her. Wow. Captain Marvel. Wow. That now that was just sexist. 
Before it was joking. <laughs> she she is quite powerful. I will I will, oh, okay. I will say wow. that. Yeah. Space yeah. punching and whatnot. <laughs> now, now now is she uh, um was she born female? Or is she a big, bulky dude with a penis who identifies as a female? No, no, she was born female. Uh, her story is she was actually already in the Army. She was going to be one of the first female fighter pilots. Uh, and then she ends up in space and gets some cosmic powers, and oh. now she's really strong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. So cosmic a member power. of our military. Yes. Captain, good that morning. Re- that reminds me, Saturday Night Live <laughs> took on political correctness in a couple of different ways over the weekend that I hadn't seen him do in a very, very long time. Mm. I want to play on the uh, the program today because it's really good stuff. Around that issue, there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I'll tell you, I am uh, facing a major decision. Over the weekend, my dishwasher died. Uh-oh. Mm. And... What was his name? <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I like to identify my employees by name, Marshall. <laughs> and... I may not replace it. Doing the dishes by hand over the weekend, I found to be For rather soothing, yeah, I, refreshing. I doubt you need a dishwasher. Yep. Yeah, Judy and I just had that discussion. There are just the two of us at home right now. Is right? This, what's the point? We do, do, we, do we turn it on like once a week. Mm. And then we got into the discussion because we're very green. Yes, How yes. much energy and, and chemicals and all are used? Us washing a few dishes every day versus... Throwing them in the dishwasher and doing that like once a week. What's what's better for the environment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good question. And I'm thinking of just getting new and improved sinks. Yeah, just uh, redo the uh, kitchen top there. Switch to get get dual sinks, probably? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to have the dual sinks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, it uh, it died and... uh, yeah, it's a whirlpool, by the way. Uh, <laughs> what was what, what, trying to crash the their stock? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Yeah, what was the need for that? Uh, no, now, first well, Boeing, now whirlpool. Know, he wanted to know the dishwasher's <laughs> right. name. Right. And uh, God rest its circuits. That, no, that dishwasher lasted a goodly long time. That's you excellent. know, so uh, got my American money's know-how and ingenuity right there. <laughs> what they ever do to you? <laughs> Wow. <clears throat> the dual sinks is a good idea, yeah. though. It'll change your life. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's go. Joe Getty on this Monday, March 11th, the year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin washing and rinsing the news of the day, precisely according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Thank you for being here, Robert. Well, thank you for having me, and please just call me victim. <laughs> I am not, not going to do that. Saturday Night Live did the most politically incorrect sketch I've seen them do in years. Oh, wow, I missed I wonder, it. I wonder if they're feeling the backlash. They gotta be from the people like me who've been lifetime fans who just, it's all, you know, Trump's an idiot, every sketch. Right. And uh, there was some good, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this joke, not around politics stuff. Beautiful. Uh, that was absolutely fantastic. We'll play some of that later. What are I, had, I actually had friends texting me saying SNL and, you know, the laughing till crying face. Last two weeks, I thought it had been great. What do you got coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, more concerns about those new Boeing jets after a second crash in five months. Elizabeth Warren wants to break up Facebook, Amazon, and other tech giants. And we had a third R. Kelly tape dropping. Yeah-oh. Coming up. But it comes from Gloria Allred, so there's a pair for you. Who do you trust in that story? They'll meet in hell. <laughs> how, how does the mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's it's nice. Uh, a little praise, a little criticism, a little this, a little that. Mm. Oh, we've got our weekly shower thoughts to start the week off on a contemplative note. Fantastic. My uh, son had his sleepover over the weekend, which nearly yes. killed me. Oh, Takes no. a lot of energy oh, to uh, yeah. entertain four kids. Um, <laughs> And uh, our talk radio convention, in which we 
were chosen to speak to the talk radio industry for some reason. The assembled thousands. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll talk about that convention, the talk radio convention. It was funny. Uh, stay tuned to everything we're going to catch up on today on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Donald Trump says he would be disappointed if North Korea launched another missile. Yeah. I think everybody would be. Everybody would be. So the most politically incorrect sketch they did on Saturday Night Live, not going to play clips from this one, got a different one, but was Gold Diggers of the WNBA, which was hilarious. Was wow! Three black guys. I think it was at the Double Tree Inn bar, hotel bar, because that's where you pick up the WNBA players. Strong, starting strong, and just all kinds of politically incorrect jokes about the WNBA and the women who play and gold digging, just all kinds of different stuff that I thought was hilarious. Oh, you drove here in a '93 Camry. You play your cards right. You get with her. You'll be driving out of here in a 2016 Camry. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And then the woman would sidle over, hey, how you doing? And I thought, oh my God, you can't do that. Wow. (laughs) That makes me slightly (laughs) uncomfortable. That's good, man. (laughs) You know, I don't want to make too big a deal of it, but could they have recaptured their mojo in some way? Because it seems like they've been doing the opposite for the last several years. Been kowtowing to the most obvious and mainstream of kind of progressive thought. It's possible they just got tired themselves of doing the same thing every week. Yeah, possible. Mailbag! Let's begin the... Uh, oh, wait. Wait, no. First, our freedom-loving quote of the day. Sorry. This is uh, from the great economist, thinker, writer, Ludwig von Mises. It's Mises... I don't know. I always say Mises. Mises. Stupid Mises. Mises. The champions of socialism call themselves progressives, but they recommend a system which is characterized by rigid observance of routine and by resistance to every kind of improvement. They call themselves liberals, but they are intent upon abolishing liberty. They call themselves democrats, but they yearn for dictatorship. They call themselves revolutionaries, but they want to make the government omnipotent. They promise the blessings of the Garden of Eden, but they plan to transform the world into a gigantic post office. Every man but one a subordinate clerk in a bureau. Well, I will say this. You you tell him, Ludwig. Message to everyone running for president. Figure out what you're going to say when the media says, are you a capitalist? Come up with an answer that you can back up. Because if you do old like old Hackenflapper, who's running from Colorado, the mm, governor, who yeah. who I saw interviewed yesterday for the first time, and he's good and he's sharp, but he couldn't answer the question, are you a capitalist? Or he wouldn't answer the question, are you a capitalist, with a simple yes. Mm. And it's just and so he he's had that happen all this past week. So he somebody asked him the question, are you a capitalist? He hummed and hawed around, couldn't answer it. It made the news. Now every interview he does, they ask him that, and he still hums and haws around and doesn't hey, Okay, you've decided you can't say yes for whatever reason and get the nomination, I guess. Which is a little troubling. Right. As the, as and the, you're too gutless to come out and make it clear. As the CEO from Starbucks said, 
if you can't just answer that question yes because you don't think you can get the nomination, this party's got a problem. Is what the is what Schwartz Man, said. Old uh, Schultz, yeah, he's 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 uh, it's Schultz. Schwartz, 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 Schultz. Schultz. Just get put my get no, my. I've, I've made the Hogan Heroes joke, so I think it's Schultz. Yeah, get my foam right on my latte. And I'll call you what I want to call you. You call me whatever you want to call me. Apparently, yeah, no kidding, Jim. Your latte, Schmortz. Jim Schwartz. That's actually Schultz. Yeah, how's it feel? Huh? Good point. But anyway, have your answer ready. If you've decided you can't say yes, you can't be humming and hawing around for a minute. Amen to that. Here are your weekly shower thoughts. as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Uh, 2019 feels like season four of 2016. <laughs> it took me wow. a second to contemplate that one. But yeah, I get it. I get it. Need some new characters or something or a plot twist. A, a, a baby. <laughs> Often they do that no, late in the show. No, bringing no, a baby. No, very, very stupid babies. <laughs> Struggling to get to sleep is proof that you can practice something every day of your life and still suck at it. <laughs> uh, I've always, you know, it's occasionally I'll, as I'm trying to go to sleep, uh, I'll start contemplating sleep because I like to sleep. I want to sleep. I need to sleep more than I do. Not as much as you need to sleep more than you do, Jack. But I need to sleep more than I do, and it's being unconscious. I crave being unconscious, which is kind of odd for a, a living creature. Hmm. Are Taking there, a nap. Are there apes who, who think, God, I'm tired of being conscious? Really like to be unconscious. Probably. Animals seem to sleep whenever they're not uh, eating or doing it. Yeah, boy, is my dog good at sleeping. He's the champ. <laughs> uh, let's good talent. See. Oh, man, Judy was doing a puzzle the other day. That's right. We do puzzles at our house. How old school is that? But uh, the the blinds were open, the sun was shining in, and old Baxter was just laying there in the sunlight and looking like the happiest creature on earth. It's a good life. I wanted to lay down next to him. Uh, where were we? Uh, shows like America's Got Talent become much more disturbing when you realize it's just four rich people dangling money in front of poor people and telling them to dance for their entertainment. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is what it is. That is exactly what it is. <laughs> that is what it is. You have the same number of gold medals as almost everyone who's been in the Olympics. Yep. True enough. And I didn't have to waste all that time trying. Right. And there are a hell of a lot of people. I'm just one behind. If I turn my attention, who knows what might happen? Moving along. Labeling something military grade makes it seem so high quality, unless it's food. It's a funny one. That is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to our nation's uh, active duty and veterans. I'm sure you enjoyed that one. Uh, and, and probably retched a little into your mouths. Uh, using your laptop to charge your phone is like performing a blood transfusion for electronics. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And finally, uh, speaking of dogs, uh, dogs enjoy being petted because it feels just like their mother licking them. So when you pet a dog and he tries to lick your hand, he's actually just trying to pet you back. I'll be danged. That's, that's pretty accurate, I think. I pet you and you pet me back. <laughs> Indoor groom you. Uh, and finally, this. Guys, thanks so much for starting one more thing. Oh, that's our special bonus extra long segment of the show, sometimes with swearing. Um, not very much, though. I call it working extra for free. Yes. Um, I'm an ex-California li- living in Texas, addicted to the A&G show. All I have is the podcast. Uh, duh, 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 when you guys took time off Friday, I started cursing you because I had nothing to listen to. Then I remembered there's one more thing. I love this. Love it. Started from the first episode. Saving some for a rainy day. I'm sorry I almost cursed you. Julie the Happy Texan. <laughs> 
<laughs> Julie, the erratic Texan. Julie, the the, the, uh, the hostile Texan. I wouldn't have told you 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that one of the major parties, you can't say, yes, I'm a capitalist, and think you can get the nomination. But that's where we are now. We're one foot in doomed, if that's the true. <laughs> if that's um, the case. I'm sorry, if that's the true. I'm new to this country. Marshall's got the news next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. Catching you up from a weekend of news you didn't pay attention to, I hope. Because you should have better things to do. Yeah, and if you did, cut it out. No kidding. Relax a little. Have some fun. News now with Marsha Phillips. All right, a quick update for you. Several airlines around the world grounding a new Boeing model after a second fatal crash in five months. Both of the black boxes from the plane that went down in Ethiopia have been recovered. That plane had just taken off from Ethiopia's capital when it went down just six minutes later in clear weather. The pilot sent out a distress call and had been given clearance to return to the airport. That crash again raising safety questions about the Boeing 737 MAX 8 jet, same plane involved in the crash in Indonesia last October. And this is a new plane? Yes. This is the new model. It's been out, I think uh, they rolled out last year or the yeah, year Yeah, this before. is their sexy brand new yep. super advanced plane, and now two of them have gone down. As pilots struggled to keep them in the air, the plane said, no, I want to crash. Yep. You know what I hate about new planes that don't crash? I mean, if crash, I hate that the most. Sure, me too. How loud the announcements are. Oh, my God, they're oh. deafening on the new planes. Oh, yeah. After years of people making jokes about... <laughs> and wondering why they even do it. Did you know what he said? just a giant booming so loud. you got to put right. your hands over your ears. Announcements, and they just make announcements constantly as they're selling you stuff the whole flight also. If you'd like to buy this, if you'd like to buy that, if you'd like to sign up for this card, if right. you'd like to just and just deafeningly loud. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, the sign up for a credit card thing. Shut up. Wow. President Trump is going to request an additional. Have you ever thought what would happen if this plane went down? Are you properly insured? You can sign up for life insurance as our flight attendant makes their way down the aisle. President Trump's going to request an additional $8 billion-plus for border barrier funding as part of his new 2020 budget proposal, potentially setting the stage for another government shutdown. Democrats, like Minority Leader Senator Chuck Schumer, were quick to announce the new border wall funding proposal threatened a repeat of the shutdown that ended in January. The same thing will repeat itself if he tries this again. So we hope he's learned his lesson. There you go. The official talking about another shutdown. Yeah. I can't talk about a shutdown. Is there anybody do in the world who heard that phrase and didn't react the way I am and Jack is too? Are you are you threatening us with a shutdown, a government shutdown? Warn me if you're going to do that Weeks story again, Marshall, so I can leave. Based on nothing and Chuck Schumer with his voice. And ah! Well, as long as the only ending to the government shutdowns are like, okay, a truce for two and a half weeks. We're just yeah. going to keep... 
getting threatened with this nonsense. It's ridiculous. I'd rather hear Sean talk about that Captain Marvel movie than a freaking shutdown. <laughs> oh, my shutdown. gosh. Jude Law was oh, so handsome he, well, in his alien suit. He's very handsome. Democratic presidential candidate Senator Elizabeth Warren repeating what she had said last week. She is introducing a proposal to break up tech giants like Amazon, Google, and Facebook. Telling CBS Face hmm. the Nation. She on Warpath for high tech. Oh, jeez. Wow. What? That was too much. Warren thinks they should be broken up. The giant tech companies right now are eating up little tiny businesses, startups, uh, and competing unfairly. Warren explaining. Someone like Amazon runs a platform. You know, the place where you buy your coffee maker and get it delivered in 48 hours. And that's great. But in addition to that, they're sucking up all that information about every purchase, every sale, and every one of the other little businesses that are offering their products on Amazon. And she says Amazon.com can then take a look and say, hey, this company's doing very, very well. We'll go into business against them. Uh, you know, I, uh, I'm concerned that Elizabeth Warren thinks that what is a competitive advantage is unfair just because she's like a populist person. But... Uh, there are legitimate monopoly concerns with high tech in some areas. Oh yeah, that's worth a, a look. I'm not sure I want her looking at it. It's 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 a difficult one to figure out. And uh, there are people on the right. I've seen the the policy papers they've come up with on right. how a Google or an Amazon can be um, might be a monopoly right now. Isn't it just this... it'd just be impossible for anybody to get in at this point? Right. That seems like the same playbook I've seen run at grocery stores for years, though. Right. Like I buy a bunch of Frosted Flakes, and then all of a sudden they have the generic flaky frosts right next to it at a discounted price right and that's kind of that's what she seems to be accusing amazon of doing hey they they see that these things are good and then they just put out their own product yeah that's well, kind of how it works yeah that's what i meant some of it's just competitive advantage you're just better at it but you have to t- keep an eye uh, when it passes that tipping point to monopolistic control of the market flaky like, frosts that was I ate funny. way too much honeycombs this this weekend <laughs> it was on sale i bought a lot of boxes and i but then if you're also running the platform, you can move the competition way down to the bottom and put your own product number one when you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, enter, enter a choice or enter a, a query. The honeycomb is perhaps the most uh, bulky cereal per weight. My mom made the point to me when I was a youth <laughs> that, Joe, you got to take a look at how much cereal you're actually actually getting for the price. Because it's got a bigger box, right? Very attractive. Yes. But it's like 12 ounces of cereal. Then you got like a granola. Looks like a smaller box, but that's 16 ounces of cereal, Sean. Because that's made with rocks in it. <laughs> like when I eat grape nuts. <laughs> but the good part, eat them. <laughs> grape nuts is a tiny little box, but two spoonfuls yeah. and you feel like you ate a whole ham. Right. Gloria Allred said she's representing a new client, Gary Dennis, who came forward with a tape and turned it over to law enforcement because he thinks it is a tape of R. Kelly having sex with minors. Gloria Allred saying the tapes are evidence of not only child sexual abuse, but also child pornography. No child can legally consent to sexual abuse, and any adult who sexually abuses them and records the abuse is guilty of a number of crimes. During that news conference, Dennis claimed to have no ties to the singer, says he found the tape while he was going through a box of his old VHS tapes. He said the video, again, shows Kelly involved in uh, in, uh, sex acts. So this guy was going through his old box of porn videos? Yeah, I got questions. And he, he rolled the one and thought, wow, that looks an awful lot like R. Kelly. I thought he was going through sports videos because it, no, it was sports to start th- with, right? That's that's what he was saying. Yeah. He said he found the tape in his collection of sports tapes. 
And uh, he came across one that was labeled R. Kelly Sports. And he got past the game. Well, that's a game. He got past a game, and then it was underneath it. I don't know if you remember VCR and the tapes, but you'd tape over things. Right. And the rest of the tape was... Go talk to our detectives over here for a little bit. We have some other questions on on how exactly you got this. Yeah, tape. that's probably a good idea. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. God, Ed R. Kelly is a creepo, no doubt about it. I, I hadn't realized he's dumb. Allegedly, that was one of the major narratives in the cold open of Saturday Night Live. Is that he's stupid? Whoa, whoa. Whoa, I believe I can fly. I I didn't know that about him. Is he? Do you know anything? I don't know. know. He's a child rapist. That's all I know. That's a good point. He needs to be in prison for the rest of his life. Yep. Um, Might have some major health care news at some point. Uh, Also, the the first polling out of Iowa is out. Does anybody want to hear that? (laughs) Anybody? Hmm. I'm not seeing a lot of excitement. Everybody's kind of looking down. <laughs> Bring it on. If he really wants to talk about it, I don't want to say no. But uh... You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Last week, HBO aired Leaving Neverland, a documentary detailing multiple child molestation charges against Michael Jackson. And they say this doc has done more damage to Michael Jackson than his last doc, Dr. Conrad Murray. You know, sometimes you see a punchline coming like riding a mile away. That one, that was good. That was a twist. (laughs) And it's probably true. (laughs) Yes. 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 Remember old Dr. Conrad Murray? What a strange ranger he was. Well, it's hard to find a doctor who will tranquilize you at night and then wake you up with different drugs in the morning. Who had no Santa Claus. What was that song he sang? Oh, that's right. I forgot he sang the music also. Bizarre. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Jacko. So, uh, poll numbers out of Iowa, uh, maybe in a second, or maybe not. I don't know. Might make me throw up thinking about it. (laughs) Um, See how it goes. My son had his birthday sleepover over the weekend, so he had a couple of friends over at the house, and I was entertaining them, which I found quite exhausting. Oh boy! Um, and they had a really, really good time. But so I came across this the article in the New York Times that night: How to raise a child without imposing gender. Our latest design special section explores creating a space without gender cues so that children can develop their identities. These are people who are really concerned are going to redesign their home so that it has no gender cues. So just so you understand the rhythm of the show this morning, I'm going to up Chuck during this segment. Then Jack will up Chuck as we discuss the Iowa caucuses. So this is your so, your so a lot of puking around here. You're going to push your kid one way or the other, and okay. and I was just thinking this yeah, at the end right. of the day when I was with four boys really, but mostly with three, with uh, Sam and two of his friends doing a couple of different things, and how how into guy slash boy stuff they were because you forced them. 
So obviously just naturally in part of their lives. So we went to play uh, Laser X, it's called. And you run around and shoot uh, laser guns at each other in the yes. dark. It's like paintball with laser guns, I guess. Yes. I don't know. I didn't go in there. It's like being Luke freaking Skywalker. Um, which they really, really loved. Yes. But on the drive there, you go down this road that's got like um, the, the kind of place where it sells add-ons for four-wheel Four by four trucks. Oh yeah, so lots of jacked up trucks and stuff like that. And they're just, oh my god, look at that! Oh yeah, I want to have that when I get older. Ah. Because they were desperate for your approval, right? Just like girls would do if you allowed them to, if they knew they could, right? I'm sure the girls, all little girls, would have been just as excited about the giant four wheel drive truck. And then they went there and played that laser game and ran around where you, you you're basically playing war, mm-hmm. which is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Played some video games, which were all a war style video games. Conditioned them since they were infants. And then the rest of the day, as we ran around and getting various stuff, we went and picked up the ice cream cake and a couple of stops that we had to make. We stopped because they're. They were doing a sleepover out in the trailer where Sam lives most of the time. <laughs> and so they stopped and got chips and pop. Just. I dropped them off at their parents and said, I'm not sure they had a single vitamin or mineral in the last 36 hours. So you might want to look into that. But um, but so the, the whole rest of the day, they were doing like a commando squad as we'd go back to the car. I'll cover you. And then they'd run from one park bench to the other. And then the other one would run. And they'd get up the car and they'd stand back like they got guns. You get in the car. I got you covered. And stuff like that. And I thought, just like girls would do. You know why they were so angry and acting like military people? It's because they really, really wanted to play with dolls, and they knew you wouldn't let them. I've, I don't have girls. I've never raised girls, but I'm guessing they wouldn't. I got wouldn't, two of them. Ask me anything I'm you want. I'm guessing they wouldn't likely have done that. Not so much. Or enjoyed the stuff that we were doing that day, which is fine. I, I think it's perfectly okay that girls like some things and boys like something. Tell you what, if uh, my, I didn't care if my daughters became boxers or, or nurses or, or CEOs or whatever the hell they wanted to be. And they just, they were girls. They're fairly girly girls. Fairly. And the boy's a fairly boyish boy. And he, you know, it's funny, is most people, they may go into the parenting experience with a bunch of ideology and ideas knocking around in their head, but they're disabused of them really quickly. They say, oh, the kid just is the kid. The kid is who he or she is. And, you know, unless I took like a really strong stand and really tried hard to mold them, they're going to be who they are. But some people's ideology is so wildly inflated in their own heads that they just they they can't recognize who the kid is. And they try to force them into being. And this is, you know, obviously kind of ironic in the name of not forcing them into one thing. They force them into another. Yeah. Get out of your own way. Um, that's yeah. See, that doesn't surprise me at all. I remember when Deco was eight years old, we had, uh, I think it was eight. Uh, we had a, a giant obstacle course in the backyard. Similar thing. Dressed as your favorite superhero and did an obstacle course. We called it superhero training, whatever. <laughs> and and every single lad there was just crazed with excitement and enjoyment. Imagine hiring somebody and then spending the money it would take to do it to design your house so it has no gender cues, whatever those are. Um, yeah, do whatever you want. Seems crazy to me. God, you people are so up your own high knees. The other thing, though, can now you the- imagine if I'd gotten uh, like a couple of a bunch of dollhouse sets? All right, fellas, we're all gonna set up and decorate dollhouses. They might have enjoyed it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't we're gonna watch so. My Little Pony, and then we're gonna make decorate dollhouses. Right. 
<laughs> and we've got lots and lots of glitter for you. Um, <laughs> uh, and everything unicorns. Boy, they hate unicorns. All three of them. Just that <gasps> came up once. They just really? hate unicorns. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> That's how the unicorn became extinct. <laughs> People hunting them for their horns and, well, the hatred. But here's one thing I noticed. They're now... And the delicious meat. Now that they're <laughs> nine, they've uh, their bodies are changing, apparently. Oh, my. Because I went out to the trailer at night, kept checking on them. And uh, it smelled like a locker room oh, in there. Boy. It smelled like a locker room mixed with Doritos and guacamole. Oh, because they were eating lots of chips oh. and stuff. It just reeked in there. Jeez. Three dudes that had gotten all sweaty playing laser games, running around all day long and riding bikes, and then in a small space eating chips and guac. That's the first time Ugh. that's happened because that the uh, the you know wow. an age thing. But yeah, eh, they're getting yeah. older. That's. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Uh, I remember that that period, and I was coaching soccer, too, so I had plenty of minivans full of uh, kids of that age. And I remember thinking, like, in advance that, well, obviously, there's going to have to be a talk, and we're going to have, well, your body's changing, and you produce more sweat. And you, <laughs> so it's necessary to... But then, no, you reach that point, and it's like... Holy cow, you dudes stink. Yeah. You really stink. You gotta mix in a shower, little deodorant or something. Ask your parents about it. There was no gentle talk. It was like I was being asphyxiated. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, next time we do athletic stuff, there's gonna have to be showers before we uh, bed down. Exactly. At least the bum shower. Get them a bowl of hot water and some washcloths or something. This is the way we do it in the Starbucks bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You, hike your, leg wipes up, you hike your leg up on the sink. Oh, hold on. oh <laughs> too much. Ignore the person knocking on the door. Too much. They can wait. They can wait. <laughs> oh, man. Do you want to hear about Iowa? First polls out of Iowa? Nah, not really. No, you don't. Biden, right? couple of interesting things. Yeah, Biden and Bernie between them have over 50%. The killer bees. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So Sean. bad, it's good. Um, but so you got twenty people that are going to run, and two of them have over fifty percent, which is kind of interesting. And then it drops off a cliff to single digits for everybody else after uh, Biden and Bernie, which everybody is saying just name recognition, which is you know certainly got a thing. All of the old rules don't matter anymore, though. I mean, nope. The whole I've seen Rudy Giuliani and Jeb Bush at the top of these polls, and neither one of them I don't think got over three percent. When the when the game when the game actually started, right? I mean, not oh. only did they not get the nomination, they weren't even close. No. They were jokes of candidates. One was Please a clap. One was a non-factor, and the other one was a, a joke. And uh, and they led the polls during all these preliminary conversations. But I'm not sure any of the old rules matter anymore. I heard a good discussion yesterday on how this whole socialism or yeah, capitalist or so all this stuff. I don't think anybody's going to care. It's going to come down to who could beat Trump. I don't care what their policies are. Policies may just not matter anymore at all. And then on the other side, you might have the, uh, I thought of this yesterday, the never, never Trumper crowd. Um, they're just going to vote for anybody who bashes Trump, vote against anybody who bashes Trump right. and, and support Trump. Yeah. And the policies just are out the window. It's because the, the idea of the economy, what if the economy tanks? Person said, uh, I'm not sure it matters. I'm not sure it matters either. I think it might just be who can beat Trump and I'm with Trump or against everybody who hates Trump. Right. What is, where are we then? Well, it's a binary choice. Right, but where are we then if there's just no policy to it whatsoever? Doomed. We're getting closer every, yes. every go-round, oh, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, it's, uh, 
the Biden thing, I've been dismissing him from the beginning. And I, I think I still am just because, you know, he's when you, when you put him in the crucible, he just never does very well. And he's way too old school. He's got too many hashtag me too moments. He's got, you know, the, the stuff with the, uh, the Clarence Thomas hearing that's just way old school. On the other hand, it was pointed out today, part of the reason Trump got over, just part, was that there were 20 candidates, and all you had to do was get a sizable chunk, and that made you the clear front runner. And Biden might have that advantage. I think Biden yeah. could win in a general election, but I don't think he can get the nomination. Not not the way oh. the party's going right now. Too old. Gonna he- be Kamala. That's my, my uh, guess. Really? Yeah. You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.